Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 167, the Digicom Cafe, recorded live on Thursday, May 30th, 2019. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Denny Johnson, KD5DLJ, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, author Dr. D.M. Barrett, N4ECW, was here to talk about his new sci-fi book, Equinox. And if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or YouTube, or you can catch the rebroadcast on WTWW 5085 AM Saturday evenings at or about 6.30 PM Eastern Time. So get your questions ready to go about the Digicom Cafe. If you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can call us after the interview by calling... 812-650-9556. We'll give that number again here in a second so you can write that down and have it ready to go. Again, the number 812-650-9556. And uh, you can also send us a question via Twitter. In fact, you can do that right now if you like. It's at HamTalkLive on Twitter. So I'll be back with Denny right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on ham talk live is this getting serious i think so well how do you feel about it just imagine if you hadn't run out of pl259s just imagine if your connectors weren't from tower electronics consider the sophisticated quality of connectors from tower electronics their silver plated in connectors are so good they've even been used on the international space station I'm not so sure why I ever used any other PL259s. Mine are better. Besides, you deserve the best. You know I love you. Don't be caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics at a ham fest near you. Or visit them online anytime at pl-259.com. Or call 920-435-2973. They also have ham sticks, mobile antennas, and meters, too. See the whole catalog. Go to pl-259.com. Tower Electronics, the Ham's dime store since 1978. 
The grass may be greener on the other side, but at least we don't have to mow it. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show once again tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. Hamfest schedule coming up. Uh, they're they're still recovering a little bit from from Hamvention, but uh, up in the UP, Newberry, Michigan, on June first, and then June sixteenth, the Father's Day Fest in Monroe, Michigan, and then July sixth, Oak Creek, Wisconsin. But you can visit them anywhere, anytime at pl-259.com. Denny Johnson, KD5DLJ, is the host of the Digicom Cafe, a global multi-mode communications buffet that caters to your digital and spiritual appetites located at the intersection of faith and technology. All are welcome with or without a particular faith or even a radio. Uh, The Digicom Cafe links several different voice over IP radio formats and technologies together and separately offers Zello channels, Discord chat, and podcasts. And uh, Denny facilitates a new digital voice net for the Christian Amateur Radio Fellowship, resides in the Ozarks in northwest Arkansas, and his Radio on the Rocks podcast, which goes along with the Digicom Cafe, is uh, his latest venture and uh it's building the hobby as he says one story at a time uh where he interviews various hams about um all kinds of things and and interviewed yours truly on april 16th so uh denny welcome to the show well thanks neil this is nice to be able to be interviewed instead of interview (laughs) yeah you you get a chance to be on the (laughs) other side yeah, and I sure appreciate that. I sure loved interviewing you and hearing your story. You're one of the uh, most interesting people I've had in terms of becoming a ham at the ripe old age of five, and you lost that record? Yeah, it's, it's not even a record anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, That's crazy. Um, yeah, it is. It is. I, I keep wondering if maybe since advanced class went away, if, if maybe I, I could – maybe hold the record for advanced but that's kind of cheating because it because it's no longer a an option but uh oh who knows but we, we had a lot of fun on there um and in fact we did the interview over zello which is something that that i've i've heard about a little bit but that was my first time on on zello so we're going to talk about all these different technologies because because really there, there's a lot going on here so we're going to try to kind of work through this a little bit so First, let's just talk about the Digicom Cafe and where the idea for all of this stuff came from. All right. Well, thanks, Neil. Well, I've been a ham for over 50 years. I didn't get mine at five years old. I was 17 in high school and uh, have loved the hobby ever since. But as you know, technology keeps marching forward. We've gone from uh, uh, tube radios to transistor radios to software-defined radios and... uh, Internet VoIP technologies that is just exploding. And about a year ago, uh, in playing with all these different uh, tools, I decided that uh, the time has come to try and reach a new generation with what they have in common, and that's their cell phone. 
I was a little frustrated and disappointed, I think disappointed, uh, with how hams have not really been actively reaching out to the younger generation, not making any real efforts to be a little creative in their thinking. And so I thought, I'm going to start with Zillow. That seems to be a very popular VoIP channel, VoIP network, I should say, uh, on smartphones. And many people have heard about it as a result of uh, the hurricanes uh, down in Texas, Louisiana. Uh, we've got the Cajun Navy that uh, came to light. We're just a bunch of old buddies uh, fishing together, uh, decided to use their cell phones with Zello as a, their technology of communication to help people. And so they went about in their boats rescuing people from rooftops and whatnot. And that really brought a lot of attention to Zello as probably one of our most popular platforms in our network. Uh, my initial thought was, how can we get young people involved using their smartphone? Uh, as you know, there's a lot of at-risk kids out there that are getting involved in a lot of things that are dangerous. And I have to say, Zello is pretty dangerous, too, uh, unsupervised. Uh, it's wide open. It's like a Wild West out there. There are predators. There are people with false profiles that... Uh, can lure people into their little traps, and we hear some of those stories on the news. But I thought, what could we find positive for young people to do? And so I started what I call the Northwest Arkansas Skywarn Save a Life Initiative. My thought, and you'd appreciate this as a teacher, was to somehow get instructors in school to teach Skywarn weather as part of their science curriculum. And with that, they could... Uh, use the tests provided by some of these uh, educational platforms on the Internet and have them test out and be certified as a Skywarn spotter. And that way they could uh, use their smartphone as an unlicensed individual, uh, join a Zello channel to uh, use their skills to spot, report weather as it comes through their area, and eventually, of course, rub shoulders with licensed amateur radio operators who are also on those platforms and get elmered and mentored into the hobby. And hopefully they'd get beyond their smartphone and go into uh, maybe VHF or UHF or eventually even do uh, HF. And so I tried to get something like that started here. I did a presentation at our local library here in Harrison, Arkansas. And uh, there a young man, 13 years old, Blaze is his name. He and his father came and uh, he was my poster boy. Within uh, three days, he got uh, the test done, got certified as a Skyward spotter, and two or three days later, he got his tech license as an amateur radio operator, and he's now running the Skyward Little Rock Zello channel that I uh, put up uh, and invited him into, and now I've turned it over to him completely, and he's doing a great job building that up. So this whole concept of using the uh, Internet as our mode of propagation and starting with Zello, uh, very quickly I started a net called The Breakfast Club on Saturday mornings. was uh, very surprised to have a young man join us and invite me to become a member or listen to at least the Guild's IRN, International Radio Network, uh, which I did. And things for just happened pretty quickly from there. I joined the Guild. Uh, we had a Digicom Cafe uh, channel that we created there. And uh, this whole concept of the Digicom Cafe was just my paradigm for my hobby, a way of making it 
maybe somewhat more interesting to a non-tech person. We all go to cafes. We know what it's like to sit down, grab a menu, order our meal, enjoy the fellowship. And so I thought, what a neat paradigm for amateur radio. And so that's something I came up with early one morning in my sleep and uh, ran with it. I had a good friend of mine, Charles, NX5V. Uh, he and I were kind of commiserating together about uh, the disappointing uh, efforts of the ham radio community to reach out to young people. And he kind of supported me in this net idea. And the rest is history uh, as a result of my relationships with many of these folks in the guild. And uh, buying into this concept of the Digicom Cafe is kind of my digital playground. That's what I've always said it is. It's just my digital playground where I hang out with my ham friends and partners to help build the hobby. And so uh, more and more people started getting involved. We started experimenting with bridging and uh, started out bridging from Zello to All-Star. We have an All-Star, several All-Star nodes. That's kind of the heart of our multi-mode system. And from there, uh, we added some of this new software transcoding uh, th tools that have been provided. Uh, we've got uh, DMR and DSTAR, Fusion. Uh, I've got several partners I want to mention. We've got uh, my first one was Sammy, KD2KMP. He's providing our bridge to D-Star, and he also has a bridge to TeamSpeak, which is the international radio network in his New York Link channel. Uh, we've got John N1PCE out there in New Hampshire, and he is providing our Zello Link uh, also through his All-Star node. We're all kind of connected at the hip on All-Star, and so we've got four different uh, Zello channels. I call them Digicom Cafe 1, 2, and 3 which are strictly VoIP, open to hams and non-hams alike, where we can uh, enjoy conversation about digital technology or just life in general. And then we have the Digicom Cafe-Link Zello channel, which bridges to, now you're ready. You might, might want to write these down or just go to our website to learn about them. But we have All-Star, DMR, D-Star, Fusion, Hamshack Hotline, Peanut, Zello, and TeamSpeak. And we also have some side things going on with Orion. Orion Labs has a great uh, platform for smartphones that even shows APRS location on a map. We've got our Discord. I call it the DCS Discord Com server and uh, several other things that we're doing to kind of help bring it all together. So you have a radio? Great. What radio is it? Join us. You don't have a radio? Not a problem. Use your phone. Join us on Zello and building a wide uh, fellowship, but with some unique qualities. I say we want to maintain a culture of kindness. As a follower of Christ, I really believe in, in uh, having a place that is safe, a place where people are valued, people where people respect each other. As I say it, where we listen, acknowledge, and share. And it takes all three of those to have a successful conversation and so we stress that uh, we're not an organization. We're not a club. It's not a democratic organization. Uh, I'm head of it. I make the decisions because it's my digital playground and nothing more. But I'm partnering with people who like that vision, like the idea of having a culture of kindness and who want to provide any resources they have to help us out. And so I'm thrilled to be partnering with the Guild. Hamshack Hotline is another great VoIP service. Uh, we are 
promotional partners of one another. The Guild, as I'm a member of them, they are now bridging to us on on the all-star node with their multi-mode channel on uh, TeamSpeak. We hear their nets. Uh, they hear our nets. And uh, we have a broad, worldwide, global fellowship that is just rich. Good, good people. And uh, very excited about it. Now, I know what some people are going to say. It's, it, there's there's IRLP. There's Echolink. There's... You know, all these different digital VoIP technologies, and and I know what they're going to say. They're going to say, but wait a minute, that's not radio. And, and, and they're going to, they're going to say that. And, and, and to some extent, yes, you know, I, I see both sides of that. It depends on internet and internet can go down. And, and so, you know, there, there is, you know, pros and cons to both sides, but where in all of this is the line drawn between this isn't ham radio and this is ham radio and how do you make sure that people are, you know, all of this is legal and, and according to the rules and everything like uh, Echolink and then people want to get into the whole well, Echolink isn't, you know, is or isn't and I'm not going to get into that, but, but, what do you do, and, and where is that line between the radio and totally just VoIP, but it happens to be radio people? Well, if I could use another illustration that I heard from Chris, G7DDN over in the UK. They've been really big on network radios, which is an internet-based uh, VoIP concept for communication, based mainly in Zello. There's a group of uh, channels there, multiple channels, called Network Radio. And, of course, like everything, it starts to splinter, and you've got uh, knockoffs of it and all kinds of channels being created by hams and non-hams alike, but with the same general concept. Uh, and that is, what is ham radio about? It's about communication. It's about talking to people. It's about learning about other cultures who are around the world. It's about uh, building friendships. And we've got to start somewhere. Why not start with where people are at? And like I say, my focus is reaching young people with the one thing they all have in common, and that's their smartphone. And from there, then it's our job as hams to get out of our little, uh, our own secluded little silos and reach out and start being friends with these young people and showing them all the different things about technology and just kind of show them a little bit how that ties in with with regular RF that we recognize as amateur radio. But, you know, there's some great arguments going on out there about this whole issue of is it real radio? And this great illustration I was going to use of Chris, G7DDN, is talking about people who want to get into rock climbing. Uh, rock climbing has been pretty big in our family. Our son and our grandson, they're avid rock climbers. And uh, they didn't start out climbing maybe rocks necessarily, but they go to uh, some of these stores that have climbing walls. It's just a wall with some notches and, and uh, things hanging on the wall where people can grab a hold of and put a foot on and they can wear a, a safety harness to get used to trying to find their way around this wall, find a, a foothold, find a handhold. Is that real rock climbing? No. It's in preparation for it, though. 
They can build their arm strength, their leg strength, get the feel of, of what that's like. And then they go out and tackle the mountain. So I thought that was a great comparison to what we're trying to do here using VoIP technology to introduce people to our very broad-ranged hobby of amateur radio. It, one thing comes to mind that, that I have done with, with young people, and, you know, I, I have a, a school club, and, and we have some kids that go ahead and get their licenses, and we have some that don't. And so, you know, we've got the, you know, the control operator in place and that kind of thing. And one of the, one of the training exercises that we did was learning how to do message handling in, in case, you know, of an emergency. And so we used, you know, the standard radiogram forms and everything. And I had various teachers throughout the uh, school that were staying late after school for one reason or another. And they had messages and they had to go find that person and then deliver that message. And so the ones that did have a license, they called in on, on their handheld on, you know, two meters and, and simplex. And, and I took all of the messages that way. But we had a lot of students who didn't have their license yet. So I gave them an FRS radio. And so they called it in on an FRS radio. And so I would take, you know, in one hand, I'd have a, a, an HT on two meters on in the other hand i had you know an frs radio now there wasn't a link between those other than me uh, but that way it provided a way for them to learn how to do some of those uh, protocol things and learn how to pass messages and everything uh, without being licensed yet because they weren't on amateur frequencies and so i see some parallels there with with that and what you're trying to do with the the cell phone right and what we do is provide structure just like you do in your classroom and you're teaching your kids all about the hobby and providing ways for them to get involved what they need is structure our whole our whole culture is falling apart because we've lost our structure We can't even relate to one another. We can't civilly communicate with one another without arguing, debating, and fighting, and name-calling. Our whole politics is is like that. So what we're trying to do in the Digicom Cafe, and I hope across amateur radio as a whole, and unfortunately it's not really so because we've devolved even in our relationships as older hams. Uh, If you listen across some of the HF bands, uh, it's, it's really amazing. Some of these people even have a license. But what we want to do here in the cafe, and this cafe concept, is let's get together. Let's learn the structure of communication. Let's learn how to listen respectfully. Learn how to share our own thoughts in a creative way without passing judgment. But being able to be comfortable with who we are and accept others where they are, whether they're licensed or not. And then acknowledge those things in one another and build a a safe community. And the reason I sell ham radio as a safe place for kids is that we're a known community. Most people on Zello that aren't licensed that have their, their groups of whatever kind of genre you want to find, it's out there, believe me. Some of it's pretty sick. Uh, these people can create their, their profiles totally fake, non-verified, no idea who they are, what their phone number is, where they live, email address. But as a ham, all you have to do is go to qrz.com. Look them up. You know where they live. You can see pictures of them often. And so for young people to come into our world, 
which is a known community, is the safest place for them to be, I think. And I'm not saying that all hams are angels. We know that they're not. But I think what's available, I think the amateur radio community is the safest place to be. And I think we hold in our hands the tools to help mold and shape and attract this young generation into this culture to teach them how to communicate civilly, how to be of service to the community, how to learn and grow in technology in useful ways. And uh, I'm just excited to all get out about it. I can hardly sleep sometimes. I wake up with all kinds of ideas uh, that, that I'm trying to put into play here, not only just this Digicom Cafe, but my podcast and my Cafe on Ice Stream, which we have uh, a 24-7 uh, IceCast radio stream, and I'm partnering with BransonRadio.com here in our region here in the Ozarks. Uh, we've got an arrangement with them. I've got my Cafe on Ice advertisement on their website, and they allow me to stream their music in the background in this Cafe on Ice, which is basically like a virtual cafe. You come in, you hear the ambient sounds of the cafe, you hear the dishes clattering, you hear the murmur of conversation, but it's also a live stream for our conversations on our multi-mode system and others. We've also brought in the Ham Radio Hub or the Guild QSO on the, uh, as a member of the Guild. want to help promote what they're doing. Uh, we've got uh, Skywarn Little Rock, so when we have severe weather, sometimes I'll dump that into the live stream so people can hear what's going on here weather-wise in northwest Arkansas in the region when tornadoes come. They can hear the, the live banter and the reports of what people are seeing or what I'm seeing on radar. But it's a way for people to come chill out rather than listen to a dead channel with no conversation. They can at least listen to uh, the, the radio in the, the jukebox in the background, if you will, of Branson Radio playing. Uh, plus, I'm able to market what we have here in this uh, Midwest part of our country. Uh, it's a very conservative, uh, Christian-oriented, patriotic, uh, God-loving, police-loving. Uh, they they high-five the, the patriots of our country that are serving. These are the kind of things we want to instill on in our young people. And so I think we've got a real magical group going on here and uh like i said i'm just very excited about it as are many others well we're we're overdue for a break here but real fast let's let's talk about the podcast a little bit radio on the rocks it's it's again uh, an off the radio kind of thing uh but it talks about ham radio kind of like kind of like this show actually uh, except uh, we do get out on broadcast radio, but but we're not uh, on ham radio. So uh, tell us a little bit about the podcast and, and what you're trying to accomplish with that. Well, part of that came from uh, a little frustration in running nets and trying to get people involved, especially when you're in a group that's a, a global group. Uh, the time differences make it very difficult to find a time that suits everybody. And, one of the things I really wanted to do in my breakfast club net was to bring in a guest to help uh, bring some interesting topic to the group. Uh, they could share their experience of how they got into amateur radio and talk about a particular passion they have, whether they're a manufacturer of hardware, like a hotspot. We've had many guests that have done uh, produced a lot of those things, like Bob Greenberg of Our Finder and and, uh, and Rude and Rude. Uh, and uh, Goose, Goose, they call them, over there in the, the Netherlands. They've come out with some hotspot equipment, uh, the new radio that they've got, people with software, 
Andrew is uh, over there in the Netherlands also and has uh, produced some great software uh, for the hotspots and uh, several others. But anyway, I thought it would be great to have people have an opportunity to tell their story that would be available to everyone else at their leisure, on demand. And so I got this idea of doing this little podcast, very short little podcast, simply, you know, what's your story? Tell me how you got into amateur radio. Who introduced you? What experiences did you have beforehand? Many of which started in CB, of course. And then what is it you're particularly passionate about now? Uh, what mode of amateur radio do you spend most of your time with? Things like that. And uh, so I started throwing them up right and left here and found a, a real warm reception to that. People like that idea of, of hearing stories. And some people will say, well, I don't have a story. Let me tell you, everybody has a story. And that's been kind of my my mission statement uh, for even my business, DennyJ.com, for the, uh, the websites and as a marketing guy. Let me help you tell your story. And there's a lot of ways I can do that with all the tools we have digitally. And like you, use Zello. That's one of my tools. <clears throat> I like to use that for doing my recording and things. And uh, so that's all I'm doing is I'm using what skills I've developed over the years in my retirement years to create some platforms where we can build the hobby, bring inspiration to people who are living passionately, to people on demand when they're free to listen to it. And so I'm kind of abandoning nets for now. Uh, it takes a lot of work to do that and it takes a lot of time. I'd much rather do this at my leisure when I happen to meet somebody. Hey, let's sit down in the cafe. Tell me your story. And I want to thank you for telling me yours. All right. Well, you're very welcome. And thanks for coming on and telling yours. So we're going to be back with uh, Denny and take some questions right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Contest from home or remotely. ICOM's IC9700 is now available and shipping. Create your own band opening with ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF and VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features like dedicated amateur satellite operation. Color touchscreen, D-Star built-in, RF direct sampling on 2 meters and 70 centimeters, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex, as well as dual watch, and 100 watts maximum output powers on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. For HF, it's the SDR every ham wants. It's the IC7610. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. And the IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations with RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, 
a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, SD, memory card slot, and more. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. And don't forget to be ham active in June. Participate in both the June VHF contest as well as field day. Submit your logs and see how you did in the pileup. At Ham Talk Live, we use commercial breaks to debate where the seeds for seedless watermelons come from. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show each and every week. Check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur and all kinds of uh, good stuff from them right now. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And it's time for your calls now. So if you have a question for Denny, give us a call at 812-650-9556. Again, the number, 812-650-9556. Or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive. And if you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, you won't be able to reach us live because it's Thursday night. Um, so you won't be able to get us. But uh, we're going to talk here a little bit more with Denny. And, and I do have... Uh, one tweet that came in uh, from Brett, WY7BG, and, uh, and he says, spiritual needs. So this person has established a religious enclave within the ham radio community. So, Denny, um, you want to address that? Religious enclave, that sounds like a cult. <laughs> no, <laughs> basically, it's uh, I'm just bringing to the hobby who I am. I've been a Christian most of my life, and... Uh, I developed my own mission statement, actually, uh, years ago, and it's simply this, bringing the kingdom to where I live, work, and play. And uh, I'm done working, and I live here in the Ozarks, which is a very faith-centered uh, cu- kind of culture we have here, and I play a lot with radio. Just ask my wife and family. But anyway, uh, it's who I am, and it's really uh, from that that I get my values, and one of those values is kindness, I guess, right at the top of the list. And I don't see a lot of kindness in uh, amateur radio these days, or in politics, or in life, and it's sad. I want to make a difference. And so, as a follower of Christ, I'm not a perfect man, but I want to love and respect everyone who comes into our group. And that's why I state in our promotional materials that all are welcome, radio or no radio, license or no license, faith or no faith. And we don't espouse any one particular and don't endorse any one particular uh, faith viewpoint here. Uh, I see us as uh, right now a fellowship of Christians and Jews. And we have many wonderful Jewish friends that are free to express themselves and join in the fellowship. Sammy is a dear brother from another mother, I tell him. Uh, I just love him. He's providing our cross link, our bridge to D-Star and to the uh, uh, his channel, the New York link on the uh, IRN. Uh, just about everybody that I've been partnering with are people of faith of one persuasion or another that makes them who they are and brings kindness to the table. So, no, we're not endorsing any denomination. I don't belong to any de- any particular denomination. I just uh, want to make sure that I don't segregate my life into, oh, just family or work or 
radio or faith. Uh, it's it's all part of who I am, and if people are uncomfortable with who I am, if I if I tell you I'm concerned about you and your need, I want to pray for you uh, and keep you in my thoughts and prayers when you're suffering and and have an accident or lose a loved one. And we have many friends in our group that are struggling with illness. One recently just lost his mother, and uh, I think he finds encouragement to know that he's got uh, people of faith that are praying for him and supporting him. And so this kind of stuff goes on all the time. Plus, we have uh, Annette on Saturday afternoons, and you're familiar with this, Neil, the CARF group, Christian Amateur Radio Fellowship. Uh, we have a friend, Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, who uh, leads this net at 2 o'clock p.m. Central Time. It's just a simple check-in. Uh, he'll have a simple question, uh, share some prayer concerns, and uh, someone will close in prayer. And if that's offensive to people, you don't have to hang around and listen. It's kind of like on TV. People always make a big deal of, well, you know, if you don't like that trash on TV, just turn the dial. Well, it's the same thing here. If people are uncomfortable, and we sure do not want to make anybody uncomfortable, we don't preach at anybody, we don't try and argue or debate. That's one of the things I absolutely despise and will not tolerate here, and that is no arguing, no drama, no debate. Uh, we're just going to listen, acknowledge, and share. So even if uh, a Muslim came in and wanted to share his viewpoints, they are more than welcome as long as they respectfully listen to others and we can have a mutual respect for one another and our cultures and our backgrounds. And as a global organization, a global uh, group of people fellowshipping together, it's rich to be able to understand where each one is coming from in our own national cultures. And that's the richness of amateur radio, isn't it? Yeah, and the international goodwill, and uh, I've, I've, you know, I've been a member of CARF since, uh, you know, the late 70s, uh, and, and there are other groups out there uh, that CARF is, is one in particular, and, and, you know, I always sign off with 75 at the end of the show, which, you know, which is, uh, God, God bless you and you yours, and, uh, you know, it, it, it so... Uh, oh, an option for people who you know want to get um, involved with that to do so, and you're providing that in a VoIP format, uh, in addition to the HF format that CARF has done for many many years. Yep, and uh, we enjoy that, and we're not always available to participate in those nets. Uh, we had another gentleman came up recently who would like to start a Bible study on one of the white channels, and I uh, gave him permission to do so. But with this caveat, I don't want to get into doctrinal discussions and arguments that, that will not be tolerated. Uh, there's a lot of groups out there that have those kind of Bible studies. Bible Study Fellowship, I think, is one. And people from many de different denominations can come together and just study. And uh, we have a, a good resource that I promote on my website, by the way, digicomcafe.com, D-I-G-I-C-O-M-M-C-A-F-E.com, has a list, a menu list of all of our resources of how you can join our conversations on the multi-mode network or on just uh, some of these standalone platforms like Orion. But uh, we have a, a group called, uh, uh, oh, my mind just went blank. But anyway, there's a link there in the menu uh, for the Bible study material that is uh not denominationally centered. It's just a very wonderful, uh, it uses video, kind of cartoon video, great uh, uh, 
uh, posters and things and uh, podcasts to help people understand the scriptures, but not associated with any particular group, which I love. But I'm going to do what I can to promote the things I'm passionate about. And like I say, this isn't a democratic group. We don't vote on these things. I make the decisions, and if people don't like it, you know, that's just the way it is. But that way I can alleviate all the drama. If people don't like it, that's fine. I respect that. There's plenty of places to go. But I'm going to do my best to provide a platform that is safe for young people, that builds the hobby, and builds my promotional partners like the Guild, Hamshack Hotline, uh, TGIF, which is a DMR network, things like that. And uh, I'm not here to protect my little world. I'm here to promote others. And one of my favorite slogans that has been a theme of my life for a long time comes from Zig Ziglar. He says, you can get what you want when you help others get what they want. And so that's part of what I want to do is help tell other stories or help them tell their story. And I can do that with all these platforms. By the way, I also have two skills on the Amazon system. Uh, the X, I can't say the name or she'll wake up here, but uh, one is called Ham Buffet. If you go on Amazon and do a search for Ham Buffet and enable it or Radio on the Rocks, either one of those, you can uh, just use the power of voice to access our information. All right, and if you have a question, give us a call. We're just about to uh, finish up here, but uh, give us a call, 812 812- Six five zero nine five five six, or you can tweet us at Ham Talk Live. We're going to uh, finish up here in just a couple of minutes. So, uh, if you want to give us a call, uh, this is the time to do so. Eight one two six five zero nine five five six. Now, what one of the things when I went to your website and, and saw the the big list of all these different platforms. Uh, how, how do you keep up with all these different platforms? Because you've got a ton of them. Uh, I don't have to do it myself, thankfully. I have a great uh, great family. We call ourselves a family here. We have many moderators in our channels, and they all do it voluntarily. Uh, I don't uh, have to hog time down to spend three, four hours a day to do it. I just say, hey, whenever you're around, uh, you can moderate. If you hear somebody arguing and fighting kindly just let them know it's not tolerated here and if they create trouble that's the nice thing about VoIP you can turn the switch off and they don't bother you you can't do that on normal RF modes of communication if you got someone that wants to be uh, a problem you just have to ignore it and hope it goes away but with these VoIP technologies it's a simple matter of pulling a switch and saying you're done you're gone bye bye so we can control it and that's what we like well, there, there's a ton of those technologies, and if you're interested in that, uh, you know, definitely go to the website, and they're they're all listed there. Um, so, why don't we uh, finish up here again with with where they can find um, this if they're interested in uh, getting on uh, one of these uh, digital channels or or the linked network or, or both, uh, where they can find all that information. Thank you. The uh, website, digicomcafe.com, is our main website. From there, you will find uh, links to all of our other different uh, platforms, including a, uh, another website for those that aren't on Facebook, digicomcafe.mn for mighty networks.co. 
digicomcafe.mnco. That's a, a, a nice little community portal, much like uh, Facebook, but without the ads and uh, without uh, people listening over your shoulder. <laughs> I know we have a lot of people that refuse to be on Facebook. We also have a Facebook group, Digicom Cafe. I try to keep people up to date with uh, things that we're doing and would love to see more people participate. I've always opened it up uh, for anyone who wants to post information about their uh, ham fests or nets or whatever else. Like I say, I'm here to help promote everyone else, too, and help make this a very rich hobby. Uh, but everything can be found at digicomcafe.com, uh, including uh, the links to the audio from the streaming radio Cafe on Ice and all the podcasts, which are there on one of the links, uh, which are housed at SoundCloud and shared over the multitude of other podcast services like iTunes uh, and many others, Stitcher. So you can listen to them uh, on your phone, on your on your Echo Dot, on your website, whatever you want to do. You just uh, enjoy it all to your leisure. All right. Well, Danny, thank you so much. We're, we're out of time, but uh, thank you so much for coming on and telling your story. Uh, about the Digicom Cafe to everyone, and uh, I'll be talking with you later. Sounds good. And if I could issue one challenge to your listeners, what are you doing to bring kindness and bring something of value to your community, to your world, to your hobby? Uh, It's not beyond any one of us to jump in and be creative and think of ways to bring good in this world. There's too much division, too much fighting, and we need to we need to take the lead as amateur radio operators and learn how to communicate civilly and bring this world together. So I issue that challenge. Thank you very much, Denny. We appreciate you being here. Well, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guest, Denny Johnson, KD5DLJ, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and typing in, and invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Joe Mole at K0OV will be here to talk about getting started with amateur radio direction finding. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. And if you like Ham Talk Live, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That helps others find us faster. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Came right back to my CQ call You read ability five and strength nine You never once mentioned your weather at all And I didn't mention mine We talked and talked for hours and hours I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn for 73s, to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log Your 73s, to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log It's hard